I don't even listen to his podcast, huh? Dude, it's educational. And besides, I've been wanting to listen to this one. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. Before we begin, just want to remind you to like, subscribe, follow, etc. wherever you listen to us so you don't miss any episodes or bonus stuff that we do. I'm Carly. I'm Sandra. And it's been a week for both of us. So <laughs> we decided to try to pick something that's maybe not too heavy, but who knows where it might go. I had this idea after watching a YouTube video called The Life and Death of Fandom Platforms, and it's by uh, Casey, I think it's Pfizer is um, her last name. And basically, they were talking about how people utilize uh, different like fandom sites, uh, whether they're, you know, for fan fiction purposes or communities or social and all those different things. And I know we've kind of like talked a little bit about our fanfic journeys, but I kind of way back when, but I kind of wanted to go into some of the reasons, you know, why we've maybe started on one platform and then moved to another and how like our community as a whole, I think, because even though we're not a very large community, I feel like being a part of this fandom, we have our own little community that then overlaps into different circles of communities and how that's kind of changed even over the past, I don't know, three years since I've really gotten into the supernatural fandom. And also, I mean, I don't know, Carly, I I think we've talked about this before too. I've always been, I was curious as to what the ending of supernatural, the show was going to mean to the fandom. And I'm kind of curious as to how maybe you think, and we'll talk about it, how the Mm -hmm. utilization of like different social platforms has kind of changed for us. And if we've seen a big change in even just like, you know, the production of fan fiction and different things like that, like regarding Supernatural as a whole, I really think it's just continued to evolve and really turned into something that I kind of didn't really think it was going to last, I guess, as long Mm. as it has, at least to this sort of like amount or, you know, like the interest, I guess, is still there. And I wasn't, I wasn't really expecting that, you know, I kind of felt like people were just going to move on to different things, which, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about, I think a little bit more, but that was just kind of like, that was my initial, I guess, maybe worry, you know, like when, when Supernatural ended. People are still writing Harry Potter stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. The the show might end, the films might end, the books might end, you know, the, the whatever it is might end, but there's still... Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the, the nature of fiction, though, isn't it? It's infinite. It's, yeah. you know, you can always just pull those characters and go, oh, what if, what if they were here or what if they were there? You, mm-hmm. You're limited only by you. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, a lot of yous out there with a lot of really great imagination yeah so yeah I like that though and I wasn't I wasn't expecting it you know I really wasn't expecting that to to continue in a way that it has I wasn't I wasn't expecting it to end I never I didn't think there was never any doubt in my mind that the you know the the fandom would continue but the fanfic would continue equally I Mm -hmm. wasn't concerned about that because I know 
I know what people are like. <laughs> I know what um, I'm like. <laughs> I guess too, for me, it's because when I, so, all right, we'll, we'll just, we'll rewind a little bit. So the, I, we're going to provide like um, links to the YouTube video and links to I the- I haven't um, watched it. Who was surprised? Okay. Hands up if you're surprised. Um, <laughs> like the research paper it. that's related to it, which is called Moving Across Lands. And there's also going to be, we're going to do like a part two episode of this later at some point where we're going to just talk about AO3 in general and our use of it. And there's also another um, like sort of research paper about that, that I, I figure we'll like, we'll add all that stuff together, put it in the description, different things like that. But basically the paper talks about how and why people migrated over time to different fanfic platforms. And they talk about different pull and push factors. So um, like a pull factor might be ease of use to share content, uh, community or the fandom interactions, valuing, welcoming communities. And then examples of push factors could be the bad design of a platform, policy changes, uh, values um, that, you know, are kind of like a part of a platform or that you get more insight into as you continue to be on it. You kind of you kind of get what they're about a little bit more, whether there's a transparency about it or something you have to kind of dig a little deeper to find out what's going on behind the scenes. And then there's challenges that people face when they themselves are moving to a different, say, fan fiction or uh, community platform. Um, you know, they might be they might be losing community, which I think was a thing that I was concerned about with Supernatural, losing track of people, you know, another thing. It's not ex- it's not exactly the same, but um, when me and you sort of stepped away from Twitter, mm-hmm. I was I, w- I wasn't really worried, but I was concerned that we were gonna you know lose sort of contact with the group chats that we had on there, mm-hmm. and, you know, the people that we had exclusively on Twitter that didn't necessarily want to move to the same places that we were moving to, mm-hmm. and although, mm-hmm. although that hasn't happened. You, you know, there's certainly a, a downtick in communication versus when we would all just be like all day on Twitter in between work and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw this on the timeline or someone post this and you do see it's, it's not a loss unless you let it be a loss, but there's certainly a, a downtick. I, I miss certain things that I had when I was prevalent on Twitter. Mm-hmm. However, Twitter is like a tunneling brain parasite. <laughs> Yeah. All of this for me with Supernatural kind of overlapped and kind of came to a head at, you know, a very crucial, I know, crucial time for me with getting into the fandom like right before COVID and then finding friendships through a really trying and traumatic time for the entire world and being able to collectively have that as our our bonding thing like not only just survival mm. at a basic level and how we were sometimes just going to get through the day but what we used supernatural for you know to get us through that time and how that became just a like you said a daily hourly sometimes you know situation where you know checking in and oh i heard this oh i heard that like there was there was nothing else, you know, like for for a long period of time. I think mm-hmm. um, for me to I think, kind of latch onto, you know, as being life's going to be okay as long as I have like this this part right now is helping me, yeah, get through, you know, kind I of think, that situation. 
I know COVID was, um, COVID isn't over, but we're all, you yeah. know, we're, we're all over it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine, mm-hmm. whatever. But I think it was, it it was the perfect storm in so many ways mm-hmm. because everyone was home. Mm-hmm. What did you have to do all day mm-hmm. but check Twitter? So it was, yeah. And then as things sort of started opening up and people, you know, like suddenly you weren't necessarily on Twitter all day, every day, mm-hmm. because there were other things that you could do. Because I don't think anybody willingly is on Twitter all day, every day. Maybe we used to be before it was taken over. Um, <laughs> less said about that, the better. But yeah, I I don't know. It's because like it was, it was COVID times when like we both met up with D and mm-hmm. then kind of like met up with each other. And it's just, it's weird looking, <laughs> looking back on it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just seeing like yeah supernatural and just sharing dumb memes and i saw this pic of jared's hair or this picture of jensen's eyes or mm-hmm. you know just getting through the day sometimes mm-hmm. you know i think that's what's so important about that's one of the the best things about fandom communities you know and there's a lot of other things that aren't aren't that great but that was just having that thing that you know you could have in common with so many different people was very mm-hmm. comforting, you know. Um, all that to say, I was like, let me go back and kind of, you know, talk about my fanfic journey. And I'm also hoping that we will get to hear from some listeners too as to how their fanfic journeys came to be, like where they started at, where they are now, whether you're a reader or um, a writer of fan fiction, you know, we kind of want to hear, hear from you all as well. And I'm sure that everybody's journey will also age them uh, <laughs> when they're discussing it. So um, I just figured, you know, just rip the bandaid off and just kind of like realize how, you know, how long I've been doing this whole fanfic stuff. I think we'd had, um, we had MJ on before. And I remember she was talking about like her slam books in school and like writing stuff down in notebooks. And I think I still have like from the eighties, I still have notebooks of like my scribble scrabble and like, you know, things that I would pass around or we had like a group of, you know, I had a group of friends in school and we all like new kids on the block. So everybody got paired up with a, with a kid, one of the kids. And then like, you know, I would write stories. So that's been going on since probably like maybe 86 or 87 um in my in in my brain but when it became i guess more technical and you know the internet got involved for me was in the the 90s and i had utilized a lot of like websites or web rings have you heard of those carly web rings i was a baby in the 90s okay an so, actual literal human baby so a web ring nope. was something that was at the bottom of a website. And basically you could like, you'd either like whoever was in charge of the website or, you know, through like bulletin boards or whatever, or you'd fill out a form. You could actually do like HTML and you could put in information about like, say what your site was and you'd put all this information in and then you would, you know, copy and paste the the code at the bottom of your website. And then it would basically be like, you could click on, go to the next site in this web ring. So it's like anything that was related to, for me, it was Leo. So everything that was Leo related. Um, you like, should you know, probably was, quantify that. 
Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio. Sorry, I can't. I, yeah. I, I, forgot, I forgot there might be other Leos. Leonardo DiCaprio, 90s. Leonardo DiCaprio. If, you, if you're if you from bangs. that time, you, you oh. know all of that. Um, I was a literal human baby at the time, but, you know, DVDs exist. I got eyeballs. Mm. The 90s time for a bang. The hair was, like, all over. Like, that was, like, the thing. Once that started in... Romeo and Juliet and Titanic. Jared had that hair. Jensen had that hair big time Every, in Days of Our yes. Lives. Everybody had that hair. The bangs were were a thing. They were a thing back yeah. then. So, so, good. so it was kind of like a little a, a little web ring at the bottom. Um, so like you could click and you could go to another person that was in your ring of whatever it was that you enjoyed or were like, you know, part of the fandom kind of situation. So that's kind of how you could, I guess, get lost in a fandom that way. And I would use like, I had something I'd call it. I wish, I wish I could find it. I wish I had any of this information, but I used GeoCities, which was like a hosting website, hosting platform. It's not mm-hmm. around anymore, but I like oh. came up with this really great name Encyclopedia. <laughs> well, that's good. And so like I did like, you know, and that's when I kind of got into, you know, HTML and, I had, you know, I made friends with fanfic. I literally, this is how insane, like, I think we were back then. And we just had so much trust in people. I literally, like, we we would do, like, I became friends with people online. We became pen pals. And I remember her name is Jackie. I don't remember her last name. And there was another friend that we we made. She came down from New York when The Beach was getting ready to premiere And she stayed at a hotel. She was like 20 years older than me. She met my mom, all this kind of stuff. And it was another friend. And we all went to the movies together and we watched it like twice. So we stayed there all day and it was just this thing. So I guess I've just had this, this um, thing about where, you know, I can't just find somebody local (laughs) that shares in my interest. They have to be either in like, another whole country or like, you know, <laughs> seven states away. And I remember doing like a collab with a friend. Her name was Mel down in Florida. And we would like write fanfic together and then we would post it or, you know, we would like email it back and forth and I would do like a page and she would do a page. And so it's like, it was this thing, you know, that we just did and they were all great, super people, you know, but I can't, I wouldn't even know where to start to find them right now, but it was that bond that we had. And it was, mm. it was great. You know, it was great to, to share that. So that's kind of where full on, you know, I think my fanfic kind of started in the eighties, uh, got, got back, I don't know, injected again in the late nineties. And I kind of stopped again and um, I got back into writing again. I've got my little, got my little like timeline that I wrote out. So from like 2014 to 2016 is when I got back into fanfic writing. Cause I've had a lot of, I had a story actually related to the beach that I'd never finished, but I'd always kind of thought it was, it was really good. And it was about four or five chapters in. And this is when I'd also started writing, you know, some original fiction and was trying to get it published and all that. And mm. I, I finished it and I was like, well, what do I do with this story now? So I went looking online and I found Wattpad. And I liked I liked Wattpad initially. I just liked the layout 
and the visual aspect of it. I just, it just seemed very easy for me, you know, and kind of like straightforward. There was, I think, fanfiction.net, which I tried for a little bit, but I just, I don't know. There was maybe too much texty about it that I was kind of like, I'd already been and done that like back in the nineties. And I was like, I don't need all these bulletin board things again. <laughs> like I didn't want that. I just wasn't big yeah. on that anymore. I wanted something flashy. I wanted something jazzy. It's like, oh, you can make little covers and things like that. And I was like, you know, it, it got all of my creative juices, I guess, like flowing. Um, so I, I used Wattpad a lot and I liked the interaction part of it a little bit better too. I think there was something on Wattpad where somebody could even just highlight like a certain section that they liked in your work and could comment. So you knew exactly what they were commenting about, like in the story. I don't know if they still do that. I, I haven't used Wattpad since about 2016, but I'm sure they've done a lot more with the, with the Mm. platform since then. I wasn't really a part of any fandom, you know, back then it was really just me wanting to get some of my old, you know, work about Leo out. And there was a, you know, it wasn't big. I think One Direction was the big, big thing at the time on Wattpad. So um, I was, you know, totally like in the smaller percentage of of, of fandom situations. So, oh, I, I did write, you know, fun fact. I've never actually written a Titanic fanfic. Like I've written everything else, but not Titanic for some mm-hmm. reason. So, cause that was all over. That was everywhere. Um, you don't want to, you didn't want to put a reader on a sinking ship and have a really dramatic, I'll always love you. Ending. Oh no. Cause I, I cried enough of that, the movie itself with that. So I didn't need to write about that at the time. Oh. Now, of course I'm all about angst and stuff. So, so yeah. 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 So the whole thing, like, you know, never wrote a Titanic fanfic. So again, like I stopped writing fan fiction when I was doing like the Wattpad stuff, probably like end of 2015 and then like all together by 2016, because that's when I was having to work on my original fiction and trying to get that stuff published. So that was kind of where my free time was going. So then Supernatural came into my life from beginning 2019, didn't really start to get to be a big deal till maybe like October, 2019. That's when I started to get curious and I was like, oh, I wonder if people are writing fan fiction about Supernatural. <laughs> um, One of wrote, the dumbest questions anybody's ever I, asked. Yeah, I, not dumb, but like apparently yeah. I have a lot of them because I was like, <laughs> I wrote down like "Holy hell!" in a handbasket. I'm like, what the heck did I stumble <laughs> into? So, <laughs> like, I started to, you know, consume a lot of things uh, briefly, like on fanfiction.net. Even though you know at that point I hadn't been writing anything. So, mm-hmm. and then I. I'm one of those people that when I'm, I read an author that I like, I I'll tend to find out like, well, do they have anything else on their profile? Like just, yes. just some information about them. So when I got onto fanfiction.net, that's when I saw that some authors said that they, they were on Tumblr and then they might've been on AO3. And I was like, well, what the heck is Tumblr? So then I went into Tumblr and then I was like, oh, okay. you quickly left Tumblr. I, I left Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I, I found more people. So because I am in the minority of, I think, ships and pairings, the Dean slash reader um, or like reader insert stuff, I found I found certain authors on Tumblr um, that way. But then they started, you know, saying, oh, I've also got something on AO3. Then I moved into AO3. And 
that's when I really kind of never, not that I haven't gone back to the other platforms, but AO3 just became my, my home base because I just, I loved the layout of it. I liked learning how to sort and filter, you know, to find the stories and authors. Mm. It was just, it was so much easier by in and of itself being an archive rather than, you know, if you happen to see something on Tumblr that this one person that you follow, you know, maybe reblogs another story by somebody else. So then I would have like bookmarks of like Tumblr pages, you know, in my, uh, in my web browser of like different people that I could go back to their particular page. And then I could like go through their, their master list on Tumblr, but Tumblr in and of itself is just, it was just so difficult to break into. So I was really much, I really, really much, I was very much a lurker there. And I was just like, like, but I wouldn't necessarily reblog stuff. I would read things and I would just kind of like, you know, have certain authors that I loved on there. But then AO3 became this, oh my God, look at all the stuff that they have. And probably read that you've for written, about, yeah. Yeah, you've written in your, Sandra has a has a, like a, an outline of all her points because she's so prepared. <laughs> Get ready when it's my go, guys. But you've written down AO3 was a library of never-ending SPM fan fiction, mm-hmm. which is, I think that's one of the best ways to describe AO3. I know I know it's an archive and I know like a library is an archive. Mm-hmm. But that's really, you know, like, but instead of having to go up to the librarian who you really don't want to talk to because you're really stressed and go, hi, the internet <laughs> says you have a book, um, but I've looked on the shelf. Um, mm-hmm. I can't find it. Okay. So, but yes, instead of having to go and fess up to the library person that you don't know how the fucking library works, mm-hmm. you get to just like click boxes and, and input tags and stuff. But that's, that's how, now you said it, like you see it like that I'm like that's exactly what it is you just mm-hmm. go I want to see this yeah and it's just a library and this is that yeah I do think that quality is what gives AO3 the edge I know there's an enormous supernatural like fanfic community on Tumblr I'm mm-hmm. sure it's out there in other places but I do think that's what gives AO3 the edge is that you can sort and filter in that way you know you could just go I only want to see Dean Reader, Sam mm-hmm. Winstead, mm-hmm. Destia, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's all you'll see. You know, you don't have to, like you say, scroll a thousand fucking miles through Tumblr or mm-hmm. anywhere else that yeah. fixes this. I miss um, <laughs> I like I like the library in the bunker too. Cause they, they actually do have like like in the corner, there's that little like card catalog with like the little index, you know, the little the little <laughs> drawers. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. like, you know, like I wonder what. Sam has, if he's like ever gone in there and like updated certain things or when he adds a book, does he, does he put in a new card for like the card catalog and stuff like that? So I imagine that he does that. And it's funny to be, you know, deep in my nostalgia feels about a library when we're talking about an archive porn on the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still like, it did like, obviously AO3 doesn't conjure conjure feeling to me. I'll be real (laughs) awkward to post if it did. I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm offending somebody but it's just, I, it's I don't know. I think I'm nostalgic for libraries now. But it's, it's 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 digitized. It's modern. Mm-hmm. It's 2023. Mm-hmm. But the spirit is still there. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. Concept of just just filing things in a way that makes sense, mm-hmm. so you can find them. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. That is one of the reasons. Oh, while I have a Tumblr, 
and I do click buttons on Tumblr and things happen. I don't, it is not a place I go to read because it's too, it's too wild. Mm. I can't, mm-hmm. there's, there's no method of sorting things. You just have to just, just cast out into the wilderness and see what you find. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. Like once I kind of like outlined, okay, what was, like, what was my journey through these different platforms? I kind of went, okay, like what challenges or what, like, how did I interact with fandom and the communities, you know, as I was searching or as I was on my own kind of like fanfic, fanfic journey. So I kind of wrote that, you know, really of all the different places that I hopped around to, I didn't feel like I was part of any kind of community until I found AO3, uh, which is... Mm -hmm. It doesn't really make a lot of sense because the platform itself, it's not the easiest way to connect uh, with others. But I, I felt a sense of being accepted. And because I you know, started posting, that was the first place I felt, okay, I'm going to try to post my stuff. I, you know, I, well, no, I, I can't say that. I started posting stuff on Tumblr, but it didn't go anywhere. Like, and I think it was because I just, I didn't have the community there where on AO3, mm-hmm. I started getting you know, positive responses from my work. And again, going back, connecting on AO3 has a whole bunch of issues because someone has to take the time, you know, first of all, they've got to update their profile if they want to give other people a way to be found or contacted outside of AO3. Not everybody does that. So like if I'd found an author I liked, I would click, just joined, tells you when they joined, like, you know, like not usually a lot of stuff. Or there's got to be a continuous back and forth in the comment section between, you know, the person commenting and then the creator in order to find a way to connect. Mm -hmm. And I will still say to this day how grateful I am for Dandelion Dreaming to have left her email in the comments and the messages that we did back and forth, because that's what then, you know, connected me to her via email, then on Twitter then that's how, you know, I met you through Dandelion Dreaming. And that's, that's why, that's why we're here right now. You know, like, you know, that's why we're doing what we're doing right now is because of that willingness to want to continue a conversation outside of just some comments. Comments are great, but if there's no outside of that, it's, it's very just housed in this little box. Kristen's another one, you know, that when, she, you know, comments up a storm, but, you know, then, you know, messaged her and, you know, she's like, oh, I'm here on Twitter if you want to find me. And then, you know, had that, had that connection that way. So the other option for like community part, you know, in the beginning for me was Tumblr, but it had such a huge learning curve, creating a blog, posting, creating a master list took a lot of time. And as much as I love HTML, sometimes I didn't want to spend you know, forever just posting my text, you know, I just, I wanted to get it out and done, you know, but then you had to like add certain things to it. So if you were adding a really long story, you didn't want to like have it show up on somebody's feed for like pages and pages and pages. So you had to add a break and different things like that. So AO3 by comparison, just, you could literally just copy and paste from your Google doc to the AO3 you just got to type in, you know, things about tags, what it's about, summary, you know, and it's got so many awesome things about it. I, to this day, the fact that you can download a work and I can put it on my Kindle. I love that. I absolutely Mm -hmm. 
love that. Ooh. I have a library of fan fictions that, you know, I want to keep, like, I don't think AO3 is going anywhere, but if it does for some reason, I have these works on my Kindle that I can always go back to. I have the doc saved somewhere. So if I wanted to, you know, I have another place I could put it. So for that, that reason, like the community aspect of fandom, even though it was hard to make a, a lasting connection on AO3, then got expanded for me on Twitter. But I've had my fill of Twitter for various reasons. And, you know, another day, maybe we'll have a whole topic about that. But the other option mm. available now more recently, you know, that I found out about was like Discord. Again, it's a great way to converse or communicate with people, but it's also overwhelming. And it doesn't really overlap. Things are kind of siloed into channels. You have to know that somebody has a Discord to get into that community. I yeah. know you can do searching and stuff like that, but even that to me is an overwhelming kind of process. And I don't even know if you can even get, you, I don't think you can see every channel, if it's a private channel, all these kinds of things. So mm. since Twitter's kind of no longer my main source of communication for the fandom, I found myself back on Tumblr um, a little bit more. I found that they've done some changes and tweaks to it, which for me, posting is a little bit easier. It doesn't seem as as hard. And I think because of the connections we've made, Carly, I think through doing the podcast has kind of like opened me up to other parts of the the fandom, you know, that I, I necessarily maybe wouldn't have had that connection mm. with before. Um, I've really got to do a shout out to SPN Fanfic Pond and um we've had like, them on before we've had them on before michelle who's like the administrator mod like you know does does a lot of things with a lot of other moderators there does a really like i like i think the podcast is a lot to do but my god like the things that they they have oh, to do on, the, on the fanfic pond it's amazing they've created a community a place where it's very welcoming very encouraging they do a lot of things to keep the fandom engaged and the fanfic authors writing and they provide, you know, they'll provide help with like, you know, inspiration. They do writing sprints. They do all sorts of these great things. So if you've listened to us and you are a reader or writer of supernatural fan fiction and you haven't gone to the pond yet, I'd suggest you do that. We'll leave a link in the description too, because I think you'll find there's something for everyone in the supernatural fanfic world there. Um, and again, I like that um, there's not this negativity there. It just seems very yeah. welcoming. And it's that's a important. It's a lovely place. Yeah. And yeah. also, if you like enter their competitions and stuff, mm -hmm. you could win. And you have your pick of prizes. And one of those prizes is that our lovely Sandra will narrate something of your choice. Yeah. And I've loved so, that because I've been... That's I think awesome. I've done like three or four of them now. And I love that I get to, I get to narrate things outside of like what I would normally mm. read, you know, I've, and I I've done, um, you've had a Sam Stiel one. I've done a Sam Stiel one. I've done a Destiel one. There's one that'll be coming out probably around the time this comes out, um, Gadriel and Dean Winchester and qualifying you know, statement, Gadriel 
in not, his own yeah in his person, own vessel. Not, so in like not the guy, possessed yeah, Sam. It's, it's a human Samoa, AU. Panic, 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 Yeah, <laughs> Tomoa. It's Gadriel in his own vessel. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not Winchester Jason. No, Gabriel no, D. No, There's and no, it's no. Yeah, no Sam. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's been a it's been a great way to just kind of like connect with other authors of different you know different ships and pairings and what they enjoy about supernatural and i just love that there's there's an inherent respect there that i just don't think that i think it's lacking in other quote unquote community you know parts of um of supernatural's fan base and they mm. they do a good job of like just being so helpful and encouraging and i've won a couple writing sprints and i've gotten to have Yay! like some of uh, some of my um some of my works sort of like highlighted, which that's important to me because I don't, you know, I'm not the, again, best marketer and knowing that it'll go out to a community of people that might like it, it, it kind of opens that up and it, you know, I, I enjoy that. I, I enjoy that part of it. And yeah, they're, they're awesome. They're an awesome group, but they are so, good I mean, people. all that to say, I think it kind of, it just, all that one video was like, I just think we should break that down as to like what we've kind of learned from our fanfic journeys and community. So Carly, <laughs> passing it over to you because your, <laughs> your fanfic journey, I'm sure is much different and started at a, at a quite a different time than mine did. So I think you will probably take over most of the 2000s where I was pretty much not doing it. <laughs> Yeah, that that is <laughs> that is very true. So I am I am I am a millennial. I am born in '91. So my journey with writing and fan fiction and all that good stuff is is probably very different to Sandra's uh, oh, yeah. journey. So <laughs> I started I started reading fan fiction when I would have been about 13, 14 maybe. I feel like that's um, the age, right? I feel like that's the yeah, age. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because you kind of my my taste in fanfic have always run to explicit. I've never particularly been interested in stories that don't have fucking in them. <laughs> I'll be I'll be straight about it. Like you could you could get them in the library, you could buy them in the bookstore. And at the time of like, you know, around the age of fourteen, those weren't books that I could access because my mum had enough shit fits about me leaving books around the house mm. and books in the bathroom. I got told off about that a lot. Mm. So leaving books in the bathroom, Valley, mm. and I was reading like so like horror books at the time. Okay, although I wouldn't particularly consider them. Well, no, James Herbert. I've all, I've always been a, a big James Herbert fan. So, mm. and she she wasn't she wasn't into this. My mom didn't like didn't like horror in any capacity. So she'd be like, "Stop leaving these fucking awful books in the bathroom. What's wrong with you? I'm fucking seen books with." Like sexual adult content in them were not things that I could access, and we didn't have. I don't think we had internet at the time. I don't think we did. I got internet a lot later than my friends. Okay. So I started my fanfic journey with, as I'm sure a lot of people of my age did, with Harry Potter. Always Harry Potter. Yay, Harry Potter. And my I would like to. My the same age as you. So I, I, I'm quite aware of the Harry Potter. Yeah. That, yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mistake, mistakes were made, but I don't think they were because it was a pivotal part of my 
adolescence, mm. you know, and I can look back on the the story now with adult 2023 eyes and go, oh, there was, oh, fuck me, there were so many red flags in that. But at the time, you know, mm. at the time. Yeah. So I would like go to like friends' houses and print off fanfic and stuff like that. And like this was how I, this was how I would access my fanfic. Mm-hmm. So I started off on a website called, uh, I've mentioned it before, actually, adultfanfiction.org. It was either .org, .net, or .com. I will find out. Okay. So when we got internet at our house, oh, it was .org. It was okay. .org, guys. It's adult-fanfiction.org. Okay. And that, this, this was where I started my journey. And then, so I'm a millennial I'm a teenager in the early 2000s. I have a dark sense of humor. What did I turn out to be in high school? An emo. <laughs> Y'all know it, guys. I had a side fringe and red streak. And I wore bun t-shirts. And, you know, I've had various facial piercings. And I wore <laughs> jeans with chains on them. And, oh, God, it was horrendous. Terrible eyeliner. Terrible, terrible, terrible eyeliner. It was a bad time in my life. So we don't look back at that. But I'd kind of like, I'd moved on from Harry Potter by this point. And I was looking at like, so like the, the kind of, it dep- depending what kind of emo you were, <laughs> depended on like what kind of emo bands you were into. Because some people like the screamo stuff and some people like, like things a little bit, but a little bit more legible. Mm. Maybe. What's the audio, what's the audible, audio equivalent of legible? <laughs> Understandable. Whatever that is. <laughs> Whatever that is, whatever the audio equivalent of legible is, some people like that. I was in the latter. Like, don't get me wrong, I can rock out to a good death metal song. It's fine, but that wasn't like that wasn't my musical choice. So I was into bands like um, My Chemical Romance, The Used, Avenged Sevenfold, Ian, who, who aren't technically emo before anybody comes with comments. I were, but those are the kind of things like that was the kind of music I was into, and you know, it's the the sort of like early 2000s, around the time Supernatural was starting to air, actually, which is horrifically <laughs> awful. You know, we're all looking at like Kerrang! magazine and stuff like that. And oh my God, these band guys are so dreamy, blah, 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 blah. Like mm-hmm. various poster walls in my bedroom. Terribly cringe. But these fan fiction of these bands wasn't on adultfanfiction.org. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I need to... You know, I need so to what, what did they have on there? So they had... It was more like films. Okay. And bo- series stuff okay like films films and tv shows so i was like harry potter um lord of the rings Mm -hmm. any kind of like any books or book series that i was reading at the time hey is there any porn of this (laughs) i've been a fiend like all my life guys all my life but these kind of bands like there was some on there but there weren't like a lot on Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. So I don't remember like if I went looking or if like I got directed to it by somebody. I've never had up until like meeting Daniel Lang Dreaming and you. Mm-hmm. I've never had like writer friends. Mm. Um or even like fanfic reader friends. All of all of my friends who are aware that I do this are kind of like, if that makes you happy. Yeah, mm. just mm-hmm. move on with the day. Mm-hmm. And that's that's very much always been the case. Yeah. Um so I can't remember how I moved from AFF to the new site <clears throat> excuse me and i will i will fess up the the site but i will not be giving out any usernames or anything because a my account is still active on that well a the, the site is still active b my account is still active on there and c my shit is still on there okay. so 
I won't be fessing up any usernames or anything. Also, it was terribly, terribly cringy, embarrassing teenage username. So moving on. <laughs> Um, but I moved to a website called Mibba.com. So that's M-I-B-B-A.com. Okay. And this was very, very focused on music, fanfic, band mm. okay. fanfic. Mm-hmm. So I started off, I started off, I think I started off writing like um, the front man of My Chemical Romance and the front man of The Used. But I never, like, I intended it to be an explicit story, but I've never pulled the trigger on it being explicit. Okay. <laughs> I never got there. I just abandoned the work before that point. Mm-hmm. And I did I did some reader insert stuff on there. So, like, the first thing I posted on there was, um, I'll tell you when it went up, because that was, oof. <laughs> I, but I first published it in um, 2008, was it, it went up. And there okay. was this... It was last up. It went up in February two thousand eight, and it was last updated in June two thousand eight. And there were forty chapters, so I wrote mm. that like fucking demon. Wow, I was like thirty three thousand words as well. It's not short. Okay, it's a fucking fucking beast. I used to write it at college, in between because I like I left high school in two thousand seven, so I was in college at that time, and I used to write in a library in between lessons. Okay, I would okay. go to the library and be like, "I'm going to do homework. This yeah. is homework." But yeah, I started, you know, I started writing that. And I did like, I did some collabs with, it's like I made friends on there, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of in a similar way that you do on AO3, just like exchanging comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like add each other on Facebook and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And th- these were friendships that like grew and bloomed and, you know, were. And then you, so we like, you just drift apart as you get older, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and life, life happens. Mm-hmm. but I'd, I'd done like some collab stuff with some people on that and I kind of I moved I moved away from my chemical romance and the used stuff to Avenged Sevenfold and I wrote quite a lot of Avenged Sevenfold stuff um, mostly because that band is five people of hot people <laughs> and I don't know I don't know what to tell y'all <laughs> and they're all really fucking hot I don't know I and mean, one of them is deceased but he was really hot before I died okay <laughs> So I, I I stuck with them for a while, and that was that was the first time I like dabbled my hand at male male ro- uh, fanfic romance, all really explicit. And I look back at it now, all of my works were like first person. So the reader insert was first person, and then when I'd moved on to writing like character stuff, that was still first person. I was just like a little mm. little baby writer. I was still my own main character, mm-hmm. you know, no matter no matter what name I put on it. Right. But looking back wasn't that bad it wasn't mm-hmm. great but it wasn't it wasn't awful mm-hmm. oh see like you didn't even talk about if you think your old stuff was good and i'm like it was fine it um, was yeah it was it some of it was really bad like the the stuff from the stuff from when i was really younger i was just like oh like i look at it and it's always funny to watch um to look at your handwriting too like when you're really younger and like depending on like oh, the mood yeah. or whatever and um also being left-handed, like, I feel like I never quite got the hang of, like, the direction of the book. Like, I, I, the whole thing about, like, writing left-handed is a whole thing for me. Like, depending on which way I decided to uh, rotate my, my notebook, like, my writing would look a little bit different. So, you know, I've, I've done, like, really weird stuff with my writing. And it's just, like, you could tell, you could tell the different times, like, you know, when I would be writing, like, that's obviously something was going on there and then something was going on there. But um, yeah, it 
was okay. It wasn't, it was cringy when I was younger, but again, I think it's, I think it got better over time, but yeah, it was, it was okay. I was, I think the one I'm probably the most proud of was um, fanfic wise before Supernatural probably would have been like the one that I wrote for the beach. I, that one became like a book, you know, that was, that was long. And I felt like I, I got into the character with that. Was that a was it a reader insert? Did you yeah. pair Leo with someone from the? No, it was a no, reader insert. Readers. It was a reader insert, which was interesting to put it in. Again, like put it in canon, but you know, work a character in a little bit, but then change change the outcome a little bit based off of that. Yeah, because that film doesn't that. I mean, it ends okay, but this it's 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 grim. Yeah, before the end, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So hey, if you I, still, if you still if you still have a copy of that, shoot it over to me because I love that movie. It's it's on my AO3. Yeah, it's on my AO3 under another suit. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, it's oh, in there. For the love of God, it's in there. I did not want it. I did not want it to. It was under Drazza for a while, and then I just changed the change the name because I didn't want that to kind of get mixed in with all the supernatural stuff that I did. Well, I didn't. So. I've looked, I've obviously, I've gone through your, <laughs> your catalog if, and I didn't fucking even think about looking for something. I'm going to go find it and read it now. You can't yeah, but that's, me. that's like, internet. okay, okay, that's, but that's, that's still like, that was, that was done like years before. Like again, and it was a yes. stop or start thing where I started it's it fine. and then start, you know, started it again. So yeah, fine. Do, do with it's it fine. what you will. <laughs> It's publicly available on the internet. You yes. cannot stop me. No, I can't. I can't. It's no, there. You, no, it's there. It's there. I'm gonna. It's gonna. I'm gonna go find it. I'm actually. I'm actually looking at my like kind of like like my dashboard, if you will, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. this site. And I remember I never told my mom what I was writing, just mm-hmm. that I was writing. Mm-hmm. And like one one of the stories that I'd written, which was a reader insert, it didn't get like really popular, but it got like a little bit popular. And I remember telling my mom, like, oh my God, like a thousand people have read it, you know, like, and like, it's it's like a feast, so it's like a thousand people have clicked on it, you know? Mm-hmm, but I, mm-hmm. I remember getting really excited and like, oh my God, mom, there's like a thousand people, like, you know, like 1,250 people. And I remember her bragging to family Aww. that so many people had read this thing that I had written it. She had no idea what it was, Aww. but she was just like, my baby did a thing and people like thing. As I was kind of progressing and I'm like, I moved over to like Avengers Sevenfold stuff. And like moving over to that stuff was when I was like, okay, like male, male stuff. And there was a brief dalliance with a band called Death Stars, but those were kind of, they were more, not commission fix, but like fix that were written for friends who were like, hey, you should write these two together. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't, I like the band, but I wasn't particularly like massively a fan of the band members. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that was kind of, yeah, I'd, I'd written written i don't know how many stories there are uh, it doesn't tell me oh mm. no it did no it did 14 14 stories and there were a couple more that i deleted and i don't know if i could ever like get them back but um mm. i can't say i'm fussed about it <laughs> and then in 2011 i was blessed with a baby mm-hmm. so that quickly put an end to that so the last thing i posted on miba was um in 2012 and my eldest would have been maybe like six months old yeah he would have been he would have been about six months old at the time so 
I just did I just didn't have the time mm-hmm. to write anymore yeah. you know yeah. I had like I'd moved out I had my own house to run my baby was like six months old and they were just you know getting I don't know how how much experience you have with six months old six month old babies but uh no. They don't fucking sit still and let you write. Let me tell you that for nothing. They're busy. They're chewing mm. curtains and I don't know, throwing shoes. Mm-hmm. All all kinds of shit. And it just it just fell to the wayside. I just never, you know, I never I don't know, I just I just stopped posting. It just kind of yeah, it's like you said, it, it has a it has a place in your life and then it just kind of like stops for various reasons. Yeah. 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 And that was I just I didn't. And I didn't I didn't kind of like read any fanfic or anything I just kind of just put it down and mm-hmm. moved on with my life for a few years mm-hmm. um not not as many years as I thought as it turns out because <laughs> we we leave we leave Mibber behind um and it's changed massively from what it was when I was there and I was only ever in like the the places that I was in so it was very much like now I didn't just go off and like search I okay. searched within things I was already interested in. Mm-hmm. So within bands that I was already interested in or like concepts that I was already interested in, like the fandoms I follow in AO3 now are things I'm already interested in. You mm-hmm. know, I don't just like hit wild search on AO3 and just see what comes up. Mm-hmm. I have to know the characters first. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's some amazing original fiction out there on AO3, but I just don't, I don't know. I just, I've never been... Like those whole blind date with the book things give me so much anxiety. I'm like, oh no, but you don't know. <laughs> well, no, we can't just. I can't just pick up a fucking book and just. Oh no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. no. Yeah. So we leave Mibba completely behind. We, we're like, you know, like we're pretty much done with um, AFF at this point, and just life. Life was just happening, and I actually went back to find out, like, as far back in my history as I could go with Ao3. And I'm pretty sure that I, I, I don't know how I heard about AO3 because I've never did Tumblr or anything like that. Tumblr was Tumblr for me went the way of like Vine and Snapchat in another social media that I don't need. Mm. It didn't offer me anything. I had like I had a MySpace, mm-hmm. and I had Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think I don't I don't even think I had a Twitter until um, maybe like 2015 2016. Okay. Um, and I had, as far as I was concerned, these were all the social medias that I needed. Yeah. I didn't need another social media. Who needs Tumblr? That's and it's very it's very it's not easy to get into Tumblr. I feel like there's not like you have to search for things. Things just don't appear at mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, I which don't I think know. a lot of people sometimes like because it's like you're not getting like in this algorithm thing. But I feel like that's changed on Tumblr a little bit now too. Like it's a little bit more like suggested for you, or like you can you can break it up with following and then like for you, right? Like kind of like the way Twitter set up, mm. and then they have like they have a great thing now like tags where if you if you mark certain tags you know, then like if I do Dean Times Reader or Dean Winchester Smut, then I can go into that and that's, oh, look, here's all this stuff that has the tags that people have tagged. Yeah, but way. then like, 
if you do like Dean Winchester's smut, you could end up with like oh, you can end up with anything. anything. Yeah, you can end up. Yeah, with yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's Absolutely. stressful to me. Absolutely, <laughs> that's that's stressful to me. But it's I don't know. There's just there's something about I like things to link on, and I feel like Tumblr doesn't necessarily do that. Mm. So you know, Tumblr's very much like you either have everything or you have the one thing that you look for there's no there's no middle ground so it's like almost like yeah user engagement has to be like the person using it on the other end almost has to be very intentional as to how they tag things or whatever so that the other person mm. you know if they're searching will find certain things it's, it's this weird weird mix of like you're not just getting fed it you know like you've got to kind yeah. of like it's it's a weird combo of stuff which on some days I I used to I used to like just be on there for a long time because it was just like Dean Winchester, Dean Winchester, like just pictures, pictures, pictures. If I had certain yeah. people that I followed, so I always knew I could go there and I'd get, I'd get my fill the way that I wanted, you know, like one way or another with the gifts and the pictures and and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, mm. yeah, it just didn't for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't know how I came over Ao3. I liked, I probably knowing who I am as a person. I probably searched for something mm-hmm. and I won't out myself on what that something was because mm-hmm. I did find it on AO3. But I probably searched for something and was like fan fiction or fanfic mm-hmm. after that. And it brought mm-hmm. me to AO3. And you could read as a guest on AO3. Cool. So read as a guest. And I must have I must have wanted an account because I requested one. You can't mm-hmm. just make an account with AO3. You, you have to you have to like you have to be invited. Mm-hmm is a little bit okay but whatever so i requested an invite and i waited and then then i was in and i made an account and it's you know it's it's all good Mm -hmm. it's all good so i actually the very first thing i read on ao3 and again i i will not help myself i will say it was a popular gaming group on youtube and that is all i will say okay (laughs) and there are loads of them so nobody will be able to figure it out but it was in August of 2015. Okay. Uh, so that's when I started on AO3 and then I never left. <laughs> so there was this this YouTube gaming group and American Horror Story that are more like the first things that I was looking at reading. And we're talking like, that would have been like, maybe around like season three or four of American. It, it was Evan Peters, all right? Don't come at me. It was Evan Peters. That man is very fucking handsome. I don't know what to tell you. So I was basically just searching for like Evan Peters stuff and mm-hmm. his various characters that he played in American Horror Story. And, you know, still going back to this this group. And I kind of see, I don't think I spent from 2015 to now on AO3. I think I dipped in and out mm-hmm. because I, so I've just gone back like, one, two, three, four, like six pages in my history, and we've jumped from 15 to 20. Mm. Mm-hmm. So 17. Yeah. So I wasn't big on AO3. I was just kind of like dipping in and out, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I vividly remember searching AO3 for Big Bang Theory fanfics. Okay. Because I was curious. Not because I wanted to read it, just because I was like, is you it out there? Yeah. And, yeah. And it was. So mm-hmm. then I started, I remember at the time being like, do you know how many Sheldon Leonard fanfics are on the internet to my husband? And he was like, that is disgusting. And I was like, no, it isn't. Shut up. 
but yeah, so it's kind of just like kind of in and out of AO3 up until, ooh, when did we post? 2021 we posted. So I'm looking now, I was into The Hobbit in 2020, you know, I think 2020 was probably when I like kind of hardcore jumped into AO3 and I was looking at like Hannibal, the TV show, not the movies with mm-hmm. um, Hugh Dancy and Mass Mickelson. The Hobbit, various, like the Hobbit actors in The Hobbit. Oh, characters. There we go. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I've been at work all week. It's been a long week. It's been a week. It's been a week. So I've actually, I'm in Supernatural in 2020. So... Yeah, we posted in 2020, our, our collab. I thought it was 2021. No, it was 2020. shut up that's ridiculous ridiculous. well it is i'm january of 2020 and i'm i'm looking at i'm looking at supernatural i'm trying to i'm trying to find the first the first supernatural so we got the hobbit the hobbit the hobbit deleted 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 dean winchester reader (laughs) january that's the one i don't know what i don't know what to say i don't know what to say (laughs) it was like the Hobbit on the 16th of January, Four Deleted Works on the 18th, oh. Dean Winchester Reader on the 19th of January 2020. I could point the fucking date. And I would have been watching the show at that point. Mm-hmm. And I remember going, I'm not going to search this in AO3 because I'm not going to search this in AO3. I don't want to, like, I'll, I'll never be able to watch the show again because I'll just see them as, like, just sex things i'll never be able to watch the plot anymore so the first thing the first thing i ever read assuming that one of these deleted works wasn't a supernatural thing it was it's a dean winchester reader so i don't know i guess you can haul me over the calls but the first thing i read being dean and as i haul you over for for jared being (laughs) the person that brought you into supernatural and then you abandoned him fair fair Um, we'll we'll, we'll have that for each other (laughs) yeah uh, I mean, I'm potentially going to go back and uh, and and go and reread some of these, but uh, yeah, it's Dean Reader, Sam Reader, you know that that kind of stuff. So yeah. that was that was where we were in 2020, and I I went I I I broke my vow that I wasn't going to go and look for fanfic because oh god, I'd never be able to. Say, oh my god, there's a Benny one in there. Holy shit! <laughs> I was Castiel in there. Oh, that was part of a series. That's why I don't think I went. Yeah, the Benny one was part of an imagined series as well. I don't think I went searching for Benny. Okay, but yeah. So I'd broken my rule that I wasn't going to go and look for supernatural fanfic, and then I wasn't going to go and look for Wincest. <laughs> then I wasn't going to go and look for Wincest. And honestly, that kind of carries us over nicely to obviously in my Dean reader searches. I think I was re- I think I was reading Dean reader because there wasn't that much sam reader mm, at the time because okay. i was i promise you guys i have not been lying to you for like a year and a half i was in for sam from the very fucking beginning mm-hmm. i swear to you i never like i wasn't learning by the hair and then went oh fuck me Dean, though you know i was always in for sam but i just don't think there was that much sam stuff at the time or maybe not sam stuff that i wanted to read Mm-hmm. So this, we're like two pages of Dean stuff now so honestly this is embarrassing I need to find something Sam related immediately well it could have been too oh, just something been- that you just clicked and you know you're like nah and then probably just moved on to something else and then just kept trying you know uh, like, do you remember 
not two minutes ago of me going, I wasn't going to read Winces. How soon was it? The day after. <laughs> You're like, I'm done with Dean slash reader. Come on, let me see. Let me it, no, 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 no. In my defense, in my defense, it's just one Winces and it's like, it's it's in the reader stuff. But there's a, I found a Sam one. I found okay. a Sam one. On the okay. same day, on the same day that I started looking, I found a Sam found someone and it's actually a Winchester threesome no just a Winchester threesome okay nothing between Sam and Dean just uh, um okay lots of lots of kitten of doomage stuff in mm-hmm. there they've yeah. always been uh yeah you know pretty pretty good yeah nope it's right there 20th of January Sam and Dean Winchester I'm gonna fucking go and uh I'm gonna go and read that again <laughs> see what it was about that that enticed me but yeah, somewhere somewhere in all this Dean stuff, I found the Rookie series mm-hmm. by our lovely D. And I mean, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. I've detailed it before. I like Sandra was exchanging comments with D like all the time. We exchanged Twitter though. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think I bullied Sandra onto Twitter, but when when D came to me because I wasn't writing anything at the time. And I'd said to her that I used to write and I was maybe thinking about it, but, yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. So she... I don't she bullied me into it, but she did. I very much could have said no. But she was like, oh, you know, I've written I've written this something, but I don't know, like, is, is it too much? Is it too... Is it too melodrama? So I read it and it was, like, gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's perfect. <laughs> you know, like, into a tissue. And she was like, good, I had an idea. She was like, mm-hmm. I think we should make this a three-part. And I'll write the read a bit, and you can write it from Sam's perspective, and I'll get Sandra to write it from Dean's perspective. And I didn't know who you were at that time. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, fuck. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, there that, was, there that, was a- wasn't, that wasn't awkward at all. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, I've never, like, first of all, like, yeah. to, to to get introduced to somebody and then to be like, oh, we're all going to collab together. That's a frightening experience because you don't know what's going to happen with the writing process. And if you've never like exchanged a lot of back and forth with another individual, it's like, this could go really well, or this could go really badly. Like this could, this could just not work out. I was scared. Were you scared? I was scared. I was scared of it. Yes. 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 Especially just working with D on something too. Cause you know, having read her stuff, I was, she was like, godlike she was yeah. on a pedestal and i was like oh, i fucking i can't yeah. yeah i can't rise up to this level yeah i really yeah. can't it's, it's it's okay i found so much i found so much sound stuff now i feel so much better <laughs> i feel so much better now but yeah so there, there was there was an email thread and i don't like email threads at best of times and it, an email thread between three people it was a lot and I was like, can we make a fucking group chat on Twitter, guys? I can't. This is stressing me out. I need I need a group chat. So we made a group chat. And then the rest really is history from there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we we wrote and posted a perfect day. And then it just went from there. Mm-hmm. And I was a couple of weeks after a perfect day. And I'd I'd written whatever the fuck I called it. Uh, uh rainy night by the fire i think which was okay. a sam 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 winchester reader and i was i consider myself really fortunate because i already had like cheerleaders so i there's a lot of there's a lot of anxiety that comes with posting works 
yeah. anywhere, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's still, you know, it's still, you still worry. They're like, they're like little babies mm-hmm. and you, you let them go into the world and you think, oh no, what if everyone hates them? That's my baby. Or just ignores them. That's yeah. kind of like the big thing too. Like, you know, not that you, you know, I, I mean, I, I think when you write, you know, you write primarily for yourself, but then when you decide you want to share it, when there's no, when there isn't something immediately like for some reason it just hasn't caught or doesn't catch somewhere. It kind of makes me like, Oh, it is just me, you know, in this little, in this Mm. little bubble. So like I said, AO3 was really, was really great that way where, you know, not that it happened right away for me, but you know, just the fact that I could see some people were actually like reading the, um, a view to a Winchester, uh, kind Mm. of, you know, made my, heart happy and I was like and then getting the first comment that first comment is just like you know over the moon like you know it's just like oh my gosh somebody somebody likes what I wrote and yeah it's that's a lot of bravery involved I think with the writing that Mm. a lot of people don't necessarily understand if you haven't done it and you don't because you're bearing to some extent you're bearing your soul you know because it's coming out of you whatever this creation is, it could go lots of different ways. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is difficult. And there is, there is always a worry, Mm -hmm. you know, that like, you know, what if it's not going to be, what if the, what if the fandom is just not going to, you know, just not going to vibe with it. Mm -hmm. But I, that was always allayed for me because I always knew no matter what, I would have you and D in my comments cheering Mm -hmm. me on. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I know at least two people are gonna like this and that was actually i was really reassuring so i do consider myself really lucky because i know you like you and d kind of just just posted out into the world mm. and it was you know the, those kind of relationships come later on but i was i was had you guys in my corner and mm-hmm. i was like there will be at least two kudos on this <laughs> and at least two comments yes but then you got then, you 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 know you got braver and you 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 found your niche and you, you ran with that and you, you did the thing and I now look amazing. at you and now look at you. Yeah. Now look at you. And now I am a prolific, I'm not a prolific Winces writer, but I'm now <laughs> more comfortable, mm-hmm. comfortable writing Winces. That was scary though. Like the first mm-hmm. Winces I put out there, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. Cause I like, I, I knew, I knew you'd still be around. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd still be like, this is great. But I don't know. I was just, it was just like a whole different a mm-hmm. whole different beast mm-hmm. but i've never like have you ever like looked into any other fandoms on ao3 have you ever like searched for any other like like it's, i'm sure there's leonardo dicaprio stuff on ao3 I, or like the beach I, or whatever you know what it was weird when i when i set up the fandom like when i was looking up the fandom i couldn't find anything beach i think i i think i created something for the beach because i don't think it was in there in movies and films so i don't even know if there's anything Ooh. else in there i couldn't find it i didn't really look because i mean like at, i think at that point i was kind of like i'm fully invested oh, in supernatural no. and you're the only you're the only one mm-hmm. you're the only yeah. one so i like i read some you know anything jensen related so I even like read some Dark Angel stuff like on there. So Dark Angel. And again, like mm. 
when you get into sort of like these cult shows, it's amazing some of the some of the creativity and the talent behind some like oh yeah just and the amount of writing that someone will put into it and how detailed and how immersive and so and I've like I've done you know I've read some Soldier Boy stuff um I've read some Bo Arlen from from Big Sky but nothing really like supernatural I just haven't I just haven't yeah Hmm. see I kind of like I I'll go through phases Mm-hmm. where I'll want like so I have like favorite tags so I wouldn't say I'm in any of these fandoms but they're kind of like fandoms I dip into so the Hannibal mm-hmm. TV show mm-hmm. Will Graham and Hannibal Lecter oh yes The Walking Dead even though I I ditched the show and I haven't watched any of the spin-offs and stuff mm-hmm. like like that's really difficult actually because it was Daryl Dixon Norman Reedus mm-hmm. that I was like mm-hmm, yes all of this and then he turned out to be a big creep mm-hmm. And now I can't read it and I can't watch it because now I'm looking at him going, oh, you're icky. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, supernatural, uh, supernatural real person fiction, which is pretty like it's, it's just Jared and Jensen. It's just Sam and Dean under different names. You know, I don't I don't particularly branch out in that um, mm. Mass Effect, which is a video game. I'm not even going to be embarrassed about that. Fuck you. Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> no Shepard without Vicarian. Come on, fight me. BJ will get that reference. Yes. Because um, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No Shepherd without Vicarian. Fuck that ending. Uh, Breaking Bad. It's Aaron Paul, guys. Mm-hmm. Look, I fucking, I am a sucker for little blonde twink boys. All right. <laughs> Evan Peters, Aaron Paul, leave me alone. I like mm-hmm. little blonde twink boys. Leave me alone. The Hobbit, again, the Hobbit actors, the Hobbit characters, it's Bagging Shield. Okay, it just it just is, it just is, <sighs> just is. But yeah, so yeah, that's how our fanfic journeys <laughs> devolve into, our, like where we are as writers now, which I think is. I'm not saying every fanfic reader's journey has to end at writing, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't think it does. I think you mm-hmm. can be a reader and enjoyer of this form of literature forever and ever and ever more mm-hmm. but i do think once you start writing it changes that journey it becomes you're no longer a reader because you it's i imagine it must be like if you're a really big movie fan and then you start working on movies or tv you shows see what happens behind the scenes yeah, with it you yeah. see behind the set dressing mm-hmm. so you kind of as much as i am still you know an avid consumer of, of fan fiction and of I read it voraciously. I like little things like uh, my eyes are more tuned to grammar errors mm-hmm. and things like that. Or, you know, as a reader, you can read a sentence and go, oh, that's a bit, that doesn't sound quite right. Mm-hmm. But as a writer now, my brain goes, it should be like this, or I would have worded it like this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's different. It's not bad, but it's different. And it, it does kind of, dims the magic a little bit because you've seen behind the curtain and you know how it works i think it's just for me it's being able to kind of like be in a not that the collab that we did it kind of felt like you know being in a band and writing a song together like you know with a couple of other 
lyricists and stuff like that. But I think when you look outside of somebody else who's doing the same thing you do, but, you know, maybe sings in, I don't know, a different, like maybe a falsetto or something like that, or how they, Mm. how they can manage words in a way that is so very different and how they can be very either succinct in like five words. And you're like, oh my God, that's the most amazing spot on thing. And it's distilled into this Mm -hmm. magic, you know, and then you've got people that can, like you said, can create a scene and encapsulate all of the senses uh, and just kind of like, I, and I, if she's listening, Dreamer, I want you on here soon because we've got to talk about the way you can write a sex scene for like chapters, girl. We got it. We got to break this down because I need to understand that process. So again, if she's ever, if she's listening, we're going to have her on at some point to talk about that. But I it's, think this episode is spoiler free. It's all of these different ways of, um, bringing something to life or what you focus on in the story and how it can be very different, but still very beautiful, you know, and even your Mm -hmm. torment is beautiful. You know, it's, it's the, the way you would like focus on the lyrics you said of a song that really kind of like gave you sort of like the scaffolding for junkies, I think in a way, and what was going on with each character and, you know, making me hate Dean in that situation. Mm-hmm. That, proud. that was, that's, that's a triumph in and of itself. And, but then having to work that, you know, in your own mind too, as to how do I, then how do I make this work? Cause at the end of the day, I think mostly everybody, everybody's version of happily ever after might be different, but I think everybody wants that in a story or wants a conclusion to be satisfying. Um, and that's where, that's mm. where everybody writes differently. And I'm always, I'm always just floored by certain, certain writers, just how different it is, but how great it is to all at the same time. So yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So that's, we started out, it's weird. We started out in such very different places when it came to, you know, writing and, and finding fanfic. And even like you said that you were writing from a, you know, from a young age and obviously Sandra's published a lot mm-hmm. of original fiction in mm-hmm. and around her fanfic. I hated writing when I was a kid. It was like consistent notes from my teachers, you know, when we asked, when you're asked to do like creative writing and stuff. It's oh, I hated enough. English. Let's, let's make that perfectly clear. I hated English class. I did horrible oh. in English class. I was good. I was good in it, but I was one of those kids where if you told me, what did I get out of this story? I couldn't tell you. Like I, I knew whatever I oh, might've gotten out of it. fucking blow. Yeah. Whatever, whatever I got out of it or thought I got out of it wasn't what somebody said, no, this is what you're supposed to get out of it. Well, why? Um, So I, and maybe I just didn't have the right teachers for English, but I never, I, I was in like an AP English class, like advanced placement, but I didn't, I didn't like it. Um, So for me, writing was more escape, uh, escaping reality and that kind of stuff. And 
Yeah, I I love now that people get stuff out of my writing that even I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, because honestly, if you tell most authors what you got out of something, it might not be exactly like they didn't have that light bulb moment, but somebody else gets to have that light bulb moment with your work or somebody pulls something else out of it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful that you can give somebody the opportunity to just, what do you get out of it? What do you see? Um, their surface, but then, you know, other stuff too. I think that's great. I hated English class. <laughs> I hated English class. It was not my friend. It was not my friend at all. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. No, right? I didn't. I didn't. Cause obviously I like, we both grew up in the times before, like, you know, when, when everything was handwritten mm-hmm. before computers and stuff. And I'd like, I did just still do handwriting, like handwritten stuff with the kids nowadays, but you know, they're all, they can all type and shit. Mm-hmm. But that, that was the act. It was never like, I never struggled to create a story. It's just the act of writing it down. I found it really tedious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could always like make stories up in my head, but just writing them down, nada. Mm. And now it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny <laughs> that we, we started in such different places, but we've ended up so very similar. Yeah. And I, I think that's, I think that's a good place to round it off. That was, that was our fanfic journeys, you know, how we found all the various places where we were, what we were doing. And we've ended up together on AO3. Mm-hmm. Some of us writing nice things <laughs> and some of us writing some nice things and then some not so nice things. Mm. But that is the beauty of fiction mm-hmm. in its entirety anyway. Absolutely. So y'all, if you have a library, go visit your local library. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's keep Keep libraries, make libraries great again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a blue cap. I'm gonna get a blue cap. Make libraries great again. Go visit your local library. Go, you know, relive some youth, depending on how old you are. Relive, yeah. relive your youth. Go, go, go do the things. But we should probably uh we should probably wrap this up. So we should wrap up, us. but I will but I will say one thing. I really yeah. want to hear from listeners, whichever way, and we're we're gonna explain how to, but um I really want to hear everybody else's fanfic journey, whether it's as a reader, writer, both. Let us know when you got started, which platforms you used, where you ended up, um, you know, and just just that kind of stuff. I love asking our authors when they come on that question, but I want yeah. to hear from the listeners too. So yeah, if you um and also and also while we're requesting, if you're in other fandoms or you you know you read fanfic from other places, let us know because I am perpetually on the hunt for different things. So let me know if I know Sandra's pretty pretty consistent with supernatural, but I like to I like to mosey around and see what's out there. Let me know what other fan fandoms you are in. And you know, give me some suggestions, guys. But Sandra, tell us where they can give us those suggestions. Massive segue as always. So they can reach out to us <laughs> via email at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com or on Twitter. We're at idling in the letter D Impala. Yes, we're still there. Um just I was just about to say that. <laughs> even though we both even though we both said we've taken a step back from Twitter, we mean our personal Twitter accounts that we hold. We are still very much present on Twitter under the podcast account. So don't worry. We'll like if you reach out with that and stuff, we just don't engage on our personal accounts that mm-hmm. much with Twitter anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to make your voice a mail, check the description for a link to send us a voice message. 
And then you can find links to our personal socials and our AO3 accounts in the description. And there's also a link to my author website and my original fiction. You should go check out Sandra's original fiction as well. Also, we have a website. Go to idlinginthimpala.com. That is where you will find all our um, podcast merch and various like other, like it's all podcast themed. Podcast, mm-hmm. podcast related. And there's like YouTube stuff on there, Spotify stuff on there, like behind the scenes about us stuff on there, blah, 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 blah. Go check it out, idlinginthimpala.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, leave us a comment wherever you access your podcast. You can leave comments on Spotify now. There's mm-hmm. usually like a little poll that says like, um, what did you think of the episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there. But especially if you are watching or listening on YouTube, likes, comments, engagement really helps us with the YouTube algorithm. All hail its benevolence. In the description as well, current causes that we're championing, check them out. If you need those resources, that's what they're there for. If you can, wanna, you're able to donate to those resources so they can help others, that would be freaking sweet. But no pressure as always. And with that, we will say thank you for joining us in the back seat. And we will see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>